Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our risen and living Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. The word of God which we hear for edification this morning is from the Gospel of Luke chapter 2 verses 22 to 40. Now when the days of her purification according to the law of Moses were completed, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, Every male who opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. And to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was just and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all peoples, a light to bring revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people. Israel. And Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign which will be spoken against. Yes, a sword will pierce through your own soul also, that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Now there was one, Anna, a prophetess, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher. She was of a great age and had lived with a husband seven years from her virginity. And this woman was a widow of about 84 years who did not depart from the temple but served God with fastings and prayers night and day. And coming in that instant, she gave thanks to the Lord and spoke of him to all those who looked for redemption in Jerusalem. So when they had performed all things according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own city Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong in spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. So far the word of the Lord. Sanctify us by your truth, O Lord. Your word is truth. Amen. A couple weeks ago, the upcoming events part of our bulletin was full of things to look forward to, wasn't it? And now if you turn to that page today, there's only two things left. New Year's Eve is coming later this week. Well, then after that, we have an event coming up, a snow tubing opportunity, which Lisa Reyes is very generously organized for us. Should be a fun time. I hope you all come. You're never too old to slide down a hill on a snow tube, right? If you, if you do come, you'll find that one of the perks of paying to go sledding on a, a professional snow tube hill is that they have a carpet lift to take your, I think it just takes a sled up. I don't think it takes you up. Maybe I'm wrong. I haven't been there. Uh, <clears throat> but in any case, it makes it easier to get up the hill with that carpet lift, uh, even if it's, all it's doing is, is bringing your, your sled up for you. But of course, the purpose of that carpet lift and helping you get to the top of the mountain isn't just to get to the top of the mountain, is it? When you get up there, you don't hang out at the top of the mountain. That would be kind of cold and lonely. The purpose is to get you to the top so that you can sled down. 
It's coming down that's the, the joyful, fun part. Just so, Paul reminds us in Galatians 3.24 that the law was our tutor to bring us to Christ that we might be justified by faith. Just like that, just like that uh, carpet lift, just like that carpet lift, the law has a purpose. Its purpose is not simply to get us to the top of the mountain. Its purpose is to bring us to Christ. It's not that much fun trying to do all the things that the law tells us to do. But it's a lot of fun when that law brings us to Christ instead and we rejoice in Christ. And that truth comes out very clearly in our gospel text this morning. That the law was there to bring people to Jesus, but the joy is in Jesus. Why was it that Mary and Joseph were on their way to the temple? Luke makes it sound as if there's only one reason. Not that Luke did it intentionally, but <laughs> for those of us without the Hebrew background, we might not realize what exactly is all going on there. I mean, a casual reading of Luke makes it sound like, oh, their purpose was to present Jesus. And it even makes it sound like the sacrifice he's talking about was part of the redemption of Jesus. But if you know your Old Testament laws really well, which we generally don't because we don't have to follow them, right? <laughs> You'll understand that there's actually two purposes in their trip to Jerusalem. The first one was that redemption of the first male-born child. And we heard about that in our Old Testament reading. At the time when the children of Israel departed from Egypt, we remember how God sent the ten plagues, the final one of which was that he killed all the firstborn in Egypt. But... For those who put the blood of the lamb over the doorpost, he passed over those, house, those houses, and their firstborn sons were not killed, or their firstborn children were not killed. Therefore the Lord told them that every firstborn child, and you remember in our Old Testament reading, it wasn't just the firstborn humans either. It was every firstborn, even the animals. So you have a flock of, of goats or cows or sheep, if their firstborn was also to be dedicated to the Lord. So the firstborn, whether animal or whether human, had to be redeemed. They belonged to the Lord. They had to be bought back from the Lord. This redemption was a set price of, of money. And it, you didn't have to go to Jerusalem to do this. You could simply give the money to a priest. Although often the Israelites would wait till the next time they happened to be in, in Jerusalem for another purpose. Or maybe they were going for the Passover or something else. And at that time, they would, would redeem, pay the price to buy back the firstborn. The second reason was the, for the purification of Mary. Now, in the first verse, in the first verse of our text, it makes it sound like maybe the purification was ended. But that's actually just talking about the set amount of days. Women, after their firstborn, had to wait so many days, and they were considered unclean for so many days, and then they had to bring a sacrifice to the temple. And so in those verses that talk about the sacrifice of the two turtle doves or the two pigeons, that's referring to the purification of Mary, not to the redemption of Jesus. And God had commanded that after so many days, after a woman had her firstborn, she had to bring both a burnt offering and a sin offering to the temple. The burnt offering was to be a bull, and the sin offering was to be either a pigeon or a turtle dove. 
But for those who were poor and couldn't afford, couldn't afford a bull for the burnt offering, they could bring a pigeon or a turtle dove instead. And so you see Luke mentioning two, two pigeons or two turtle doves, which is what it sounds like Luke is saying Mary and Joseph did uh, instead of the bull. So they came to Jerusalem for the purpose of that purification of Mary. And while they were there, they also paid the redemption price of Jesus. What's interesting is that Luke doesn't really talk about the purification of Mary, does he? That's the, according to the law, that was the more important reason. The redemption of the firstborn, that could be done at any time. That could simply be paid to the priest. But according to the law, the more important thing was that sacrifice, the purification of Mary. But when you read Luke, the more important thing is the, present, the present, presentation of Jesus, isn't it? The more important thing to Luke is Jesus being brought to the temple. Now that's really not surprising. Because that was the whole purpose of the Old Testament laws. Of all those sacrifices, of all those rituals, of all those things which the Jews did before the coming of Jesus, the purpose was to bring them to Jesus. And so Luke, very wisely, under inspiration of the Holy Spirit, of course, shows us that even though the law for the purification was all about Mary, was all about the woman, it really was about bringing them to Jesus. And so Mary and Joseph come to Jerusalem to present Jesus and, and to rejoice in Jesus, not to rejoice in the law. The same thing happens with Simeon as well, isn't it? Simeon is called a just and devout man. And that first word trans, that, that's translated just is the Greek word dikaios, which means righteous. It means one who does everything that he's supposed to do. He's the guy who's there in church every Sunday, uh, the guy who, who helps out, who, who gives a, a tithe of, of everything that he has. Of course, he would have been in the temple, not in a church, but you know, what, you know where I'm getting at, right? Who does at all, who always, always in church on the holidays too, all the rituals, all the things that God says that he should do, he's there doing them, just as God said. He's not only called just, but also now the other word devout is used. And that word devout, again, emphasizes somebody who has dedicated his life to the Lord. He is very careful. That's what the word devout means. Someone who is very careful, very conscientious of God's law and, and reads it carefully to make sure that he's doing everything according to that law. And this is the, the type of person uh, that we have here in Simeon. Now, we find in the New Testament a lot of other people who... Similar words might be used for. Most of the Pharisees would say, well, that's who we are. We're very dikaios, we're very just, we're very devout. Uh, most of the Pharisees were very careful uh, to read that law and try and, and live according to it. And yet there's a big difference between Simeon and many of the other Pharisees that we hear about later on in the New Testament. And the difference is the next adjective. Yeah, Simeon was just and devout, but why? He was just and about waiting for the consolation of Israel. You see, Simeon understood that all those laws and all those rituals were not an end in themselves. He understood that all those rituals were a bringing to Jesus, a bringing to Christ, were a waiting for the one to come. 
And that was the difference between Simeon and so many of the other Pharisees. So many of the other Pharisees, they worked hard to get up that hill, but then they just stayed at the top. They didn't understand that the purpose of going up was to find Jesus. The purpose of going up was to, to rejoice in the coming down, uh, to rejoice in Jesus. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel. These laws, these rituals, brought people to Jesus. That was their purpose, so that they could be justified by faith, as we read in Galatians 3.24. Simeon was in the temple because he was careful to look at all those regulations and do everything that the law commanded. But he found Christ because he understood that those laws were there to bring him to Christ. Mary and Joseph as well. They came for the purification of Mary, but they rejoiced in Jesus. The third commandment, or some people call it the fourth commandment, the number doesn't really matter, right? The third commandment tells us to remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. With this commandment, God is telling us to make sure that we regularly worship. In the Old Testament, it meant worshiping on Saturday and doing all those festivals that God had prescribed. For us, it means that we, we don't have a specific day we have to worship, although we kind of have to come on Sunday because that's when we have services. You come in the middle of the week, except for on rare occasions, you're going to be worshiping by yourself. But the day doesn't matter, but the important thing is that we do come and worship Jesus, that we celebrate the festivals, that we, we celebrate Jesus. But again, why? Not just so that we can go to church. Going to church is not an end in and of itself, is it? But we come here to find Jesus. And when we find Jesus, that's what we rejoice in. And that's what Christmas is about and Easter as well. They're not an end in and of themselves, but their purpose is to bring us to Jesus. Not only the third commandment, but the whole law is here for that very reason, to lead us to Jesus. Every time that we hear God's commandments, do this or don't do that, it's a reminder, not that, well, I need to make it up that hill by myself, but it's a reminder that they're pointing me to Jesus. It's a reminder that our joy is in Christ, that he did it for us. When we get to sled down, we get to rejoice in Jesus. Sometimes we go to church because we have to, right? Especially when we're kids, we go to church because our parents tell us to. Oh, and there's the law, right? Bringing us to church. But we don't rejoice because our parents tell us to. We rejoice because we find Jesus here in church. Mary and Joseph went to Jerusalem for Mary's purification. But what was it that Mary treasured? Right? We heard that at the end of our text. That Mary treasured these things and kept them in her heart. That they marveled at what was spoken. They didn't marvel at the rituals that they had come to do. That's not what they went home remembering. They marveled at all the things that were spoken about Christ. They found their joy in Christ. The law brought them, but the joy was in Christ. That was the difference, as we said, about the Pharisees and Simeon. So many of the Pharisees did the rituals, but without any purpose, without any meaning thinking that the rituals were in and of themselves an end. That's kind of like going up that carpet lift and hanging out at the top of the mountain. 
going to be cold and lonely. And it's not going to be that much fun. Simeon understood the purpose. Simeon and Anna both understood the purpose. They were waiting for Jesus and they rejoiced in him. We too find our joy. The law commands, the law guides, the law leads us to Christ. But the joy is in Jesus who announces to us the forgiveness of sins and Emmanuel who dwells with us each and every day. That's the purpose of our Christmas celebration and the purpose of each and every Sunday. Amen.